Welcome to Gaia's Consciousness Podcast, expanding your mind and spirit. Learn even more at Gaia.com. Watch interviews, movies, and original series created to empower the evolution of consciousness. For more information, visit GaiaPodcast.com. Your journey begins here. Belinda Womack and the Archangels are back with us to speak about topics that are critical to our times. Among them is the disparity of resources among human beings. This pushes about every button for earthlings, no matter which side of abundance we sit on. So let's get into it. Welcome back, Belinda. It's always, I said, you look like a sherbet ice cream cone. You could just devour you. You're so pretty. <laughs> You're pink. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, Belinda. Thank you, Regina. So let me just bring in these... 12 beautiful angels. First of all, Regina, we thank you for your willingness to bring up this subject. We definitely believe that there is a solution to disparity of resources. And the solution may be obvious to some. It is a simple solution. But what we offer is our 12 Archangel and Ascended Master. We can call on all of the loving beings of heaven to give you our guarantee, humanity. This works. Lack of resources at its core, at its root, is because the feminine, the divine feminine, has been pushed back by the masculine, especially by the old male paradigm of control, by oppression, by certain aspects of religion that take away the power of the human being to receive. So we're going to teach humanity how to receive because this is the solution. We not only promise it, but we say, you will experience results immediately. All you need to do is say, with your intention or to say these words, thank you, Divine Feminine. The Divine Feminine is part of your own soul. The Divine Feminine is part of Source, Mother, Father, God, Divine Oneness, the Universe. Thank you, Divine Feminine, Divine Mother, for receiving through me all that I need and more. Mother Earth is called Mother Earth for a reason. Archangel Gaia is feminine for a reason, because the feminine is out of balance. But one more time we say the solution is simple. Humanity has forgotten how to receive. You may say, angels, what has this got to do with disparity? When human beings do not know how to receive from source, they either overgive, which is being actually in their masculine, or they take, which comes from an inability to receive. If you are receiving all that you need, whether it be fresh air to breathe, food on your table, your rent to be paid, clothes on your back. The divine feminine 
Mother Earth is the supplier of these resources. Ask to receive in what you need just by saying thank you. And as you do this, those that only know how to take, they will begin to wake up. Yes, they will because of divine oneness. Every human being always lives within oneness. And because you, most powerful human being, because you live within oneness, as you learn to receive, you help all of humanity to wake up, to stop taking, to begin receiving. And one more thing that we feel we must say is that there is deception around the financially, profoundly wealthy. You have been seeing them as wealthy. We see many of them as incredibly poor because they don't know how to love. They only know how to take. And we say taking brings a karma, which means homework. They are reaping what they are sowing. That means there is a cause, an effect for overtaking. So as you receive, and you receive through the divine feminine at the highest frequency, those who have been taking wake up to their incredible poverty, that they, they don't have love, they don't have health, they don't have balance, and they begin to want what you have. So receive. Receive from source and the universe and watch the miracles. Just watch. We promise and we keep our promises. Thank you. So that was a beautiful start to the subject and, and a lot of information for people to go back and listen again. But I want to ask further. Um, you, Belinda, as a student of astrology, um, understand these. And I, I want to know if the archangels will answer this question. And that is, here we had the age of Aries, which was very masculine. Okay, it was very, had a lot of strong intellect and mental processes to it in the age of Aries. We moved into the age of Pisces. That was to have moved toward the feminine, toward love. And now we're moving into, we're not that far away, we're already on the precipice of moving into the age of Aquarius, which has a higher ideal and higher thought. But for a couple thousand years, we simply bypassed the age of love as it continued being dominated by the age of Aries and patriarchy, you know, which led to the Industrial Revolution and a lot of, you know, scientific breakthroughs, but it quashed love as a primary principle. Can you or the angels, whoever's speaking to me now, speak about this a bit and speak about what it means to now start moving into the age of Aquarius? I feel that the angels can always do a better job, okay. so here they are. What we say to you is the sign of Pisces is, is very much about suffering 
It's very much about the unconscious that is moving around and controlling and driving people through their deepest motivations. Pisces, as all signs in the zodiac from our perspective, have different frequencies. And we would say that Pisces has a lot to do with religious suffering and the false indoctrination that to be a loving human being, you need to sacrifice yourself, you need to overgive. Receiving is not a worthy thing to do. Basically, you are supposed to be poor and suffering and miserable. Worthless. And worthless. And worthless. So the highest vibration of Pisces is oneness, bringing in the truth that human beings can never leave divine oneness. They cannot leave the heart of the Creator. They can fall down in vibration. But love is always working, always pulling like a vacuum to lift humanity back up to its divinity. The energy of Aquarius is very much about balancing higher vibrational thought, which we call truth, with clear emotion. Clear emotion means that the guilt and the resentment, the unworthiness, the rage, the hatred, has been resolved. It has been transformed. So that the energy of emotion, which again is the divine feminine, is holding up the masculine of thought. But now we talk about the divine masculine. And when that energy is pure and clear, it is truth supported by the human being's gut feeling, this is truth, this is real, it must be love. Thank you. Where does the worthiness piece come in, moving out of the Piscean age? To start knowing we're worthy of these things, we're starting to dream, so we actually take action on them. Again, our message is, Push unworthiness aside. It is a lie. Mm -hmm. You are all divine children of the Creator. You come from the central sun. The central sun is pure, undiluted love. You come to schoolroom earth to experience love that is the most diluted, and this is fear. You come here to experience this fear, and with fear, comes separation from source. You begin to believe the lies of religion and of other philosophies that tell you that you you don't come from Mother, Father, God. You don't come from source. So therefore, you are so unworthy. And you're guilty, so, so guilty of crimes and sins and acts that you have no memory of because you didn't even do them. So we say, push that aside. Put it in the color purple, that energy of your crown chakra, that 
is always there, that energy to transform fear back into love and to help you to ascend to the knowing, to the real knowing in your molecules. You are divine human being. You can only be worthy of receiving. And as you embrace this worthiness, guess what? You're going to stop taking, taking from your own self, from your own reserves that have long been emptied and taking from others when that's the last thing you want to do and taking from your beautiful Mother Earth because you don't want to harm her. You're going to stop taking. This is the root of unworthiness. It has turned human beings into fearful, so fearful, stealing children. But we say this is not who you really are. You are divine beings. And thank you for that unworthiness and uh, giving us a, a tool to work with on that. And another I've heard you say in years past that is one of the darkest human traits you just touched on a moment ago, and that is the guilt we carry. Hmm. From our perspective, guilt is the true devil on schoolroom earth because guilt will seduce you into stepping away from what your heart is asking you to do and to be. Guilt is, is the slave master that enslaves you to living lives that you don't really want to live, being married to people that you don't really want to be married to or in relationship with, working at jobs that you don't really want to to be in that job, they make you miserable and take away your health. This is what guilt does. But if you remember, guilt is just an offspring of fear. You came into this life with the ability energetically to transform guilt and to transform the fear that generates the guilt. Learn to love the color purple and violet. We say any shade works. Just be in it and say, I forgive it all, even if I don't know what I'm forgiving. Forgiveness is one of the most powerful transformative qualities of love. Love is the greatest power. Yes, it is. Indeed. One thing you like to talk about is the about is and share is about the innate interconnectedness between all of us and why it's so important to be aware of that at this time. And I would like you to please share on that and then I want to go into um, the other realms and I'll be specific in what I ask you about, but you say that the other realms are right under our noses. There are so many different beings and species and, that would love to share with us, give us information, give, help us with our creativity, give us energy, even help with tasks. We're surrounded by lovely realms of helpmates, and most of us, A, don't know they're there, and B, don't know what to do them, with them, even if we did know they were there. So if you can please take it from there. So divine oneness is the creator. Divine oneness is source. 
Divine oneness is the universe. Every particle of God's energy, of source, is part of divine oneness. If we take a human being, the entire universe is within you through your own particles of energy. Your mitochondria communicate with all beings of the universe at all time. Your gut biome is communicating with the rest of divine oneness at all times. Your ego, which is your personality, the expression, or you may even think of it as the incarnation of your soul, is just too limited to understand this. And with this we say, take your consciousness and hear us. That through you, human being, you have access to every other human being that lives on schoolroom earth, as well as every being in the great universe. And so when you want to help the poor or the disadvantaged, those who are suffering, all we ask for you to do is to say, where are you within me? suffering ones. Where are you within me? Angry ones, powerless, helpless ones, where are you? Through the love within me, I lift you up and energetically, vibrationally, I send you back to the central sun to receive everything that you need, that you desire, that will bring you true happiness. If every human being, or even a handful of human beings, would do this prayer, you will see your schoolroom change radically, positively, miraculously, so very, very quickly the power to transform is within you. Those suffering human beings, they are not outside of you. They are not outside of divine oneness. They are within you. So take your ego, the only part of you that can believe that you are separate from everyone else. Bring it home to your heart and say, let's go find them, the lost ones, the abused children, those suffering from sex trafficking and drug abuse and addiction and violence. Let's go find them. Let's go find the abandoned ones within self and lift them up with love and send them home. And yes, there are angels everywhere to help support and hold this vibration of oneness and healing. You have heard us say this before, that your pets, well, they are angels. Elephants are seraphim angels. 
dolphins or cherubim angels. We're not giving titles. We're just giving a little bit of frequency, as Regina would say. These great beings have intelligence, shall we say, access to intelligence far greater than most human beings choose to use, not all human beings. The trees are angelic beings. There are fairy realms that parallel with your reality all over your planet. There are vortexes of, that create portals between heaven, which just means there is no fear. Vortexes that are creating doorways, sipapus between heaven and earth everywhere. And beings from all over the universe, the great cosmos, are coming to your earth to help lift up consciousness all the time. All the time. We say to you, We are part of divine oneness. Every fairy, every gnome, every tree spirit, every sea nymph. And so we live within you as you live within us. You are never, ever alone, even if you want to be. And you can be sure. We are helping. If you want to have direct communication with us, just say thank you, tree angels for carrying me, for lifting me, for straightening my spine so that I can walk in truth. We are here. Gaia.com lets you explore over 8,000 films, documentaries, and original series. There's so much going on in the unseen world. Hidden truth. Why in the media today? They still seem to hold back on these incredible stories. Behind an unknown universe. Where science and spirituality all come together. Gaia.com, content you can't find anywhere else. For more information, visit GaiaPodcast.com. I love all of them, and particularly the tree angels. And so I, this is kind of a lighthearted question in that we have all of these different groups, and some of them are playful, and some of them are even mischievous. So a couple questions. What is the kind of point of playing within the realms of sort of mischievous little leprechauns, gnomes, and so forth that might play little games or trick us or take things and hide them from us and bring them back? Tell us about those guys. So, Regina, the angels are asking me, Belinda, to answer this question. Okay. So... Um, I had to learn this lesson. I had um, fairies take jewelry from me at once upon a time, and it completely disappeared, and I knew it was right there, but it was gone. And I had to learn to value the treasures within me and stop taking them for granted. And the moment that that thought came in my mind... There it was. There it was. It reappeared. (laughs) So they're teachers. (laughs) They're teachers. They're teaching us that whatever disappears, so say it's gold coins, they're saying, where is your wealth? Look within. How creative are you being? Are you doing the work that your soul wants to do? Are you using that golden power? If you're using that, we'll return your coins to you. 
<laughs> I love it. What about the notion that some of the people walking the earth actually have been in these realms themselves? So many human beings are angels incognito. Some are fairies, some are gnomes, some are um, ascended masters, which means teachers that are walking the earth again. Everything is evolving. The way the universe works is it is always recycling so that consciousness of oneness is evolving. So, yes, those that you meet, that you say, wow, that human being. They feel like is, a little fairy to exactly, me. Exactly. <laughs> is so loving, so incredibly loving. Maybe that's an angel. That human being probably is on a soul level. Mm -hmm. They still have their lessons and challenges. Right. But their soul sings with the rest of us. I love it. Another thing I was going to ask, and I can ask you or I can ask the angels, and you guys decide between you. Uh, one thing I've always been curious about, which is a hybrid creature somewhere in between humans and sea nymphs, it's the whole world of what we're called mermaid, mermaids and mermen, I guess. It, do those beings, did they exist physically? Do they exist physically? And what was their role as compared to, so, for example, dolphins, uh, which you said are the cherubim? And then I have a couple other questions, too, and I want to get into, I don't want to get, let anyone get away without the law of attraction thing here. Okay? The mer people mm -hmm. are very, very real real. Forgive Belinda because she was going to say they are rare now on your earth, but they are still here. They know how to avoid human eyes, but they are still here in small numbers. So you may say, oh, angels, you have gone crackers. There surely cannot be mer people on schoolroom earth. And we say, well, listen to us. Each and every human being is dreaming their reality into being. There are many, many parallel realities, and some human beings are creating nightmares, while some are honoring the incredible richness and love of Lemuria. So during this plane of schoolroom earth, when fear was introduced, yes, to be experienced. Mer people were everywhere. They were everywhere. And they have an angelic quality. They heal through sound. They can transform into a dolphin. They prefer being seahorses, by the way. They love that um, magical creature. And if you've ever seen a seahorse, Mm. It looks like a being with a crown. So they hold the vibration of clear, pure feeling. Love that is expressed through feeling, right? Like you, you feel it, you embody it. They are very, very important to the evolution of your schoolroom. And what we invite you to do is just, whenever you would like, is just to close your eyes 
and ask for your own guardian angels to take you into the galaxies where the Mer people thrive. Hmm. They will welcome you. They know your language. They are here, incognito. Mm, how beautiful. And what about the whales? The whales are a seraphim-cherubim fusion. So seraphim, this is Archangel Michael, brings in pure, clear thought. The cherubim bring in pure, clear, divine mother emotion. The whales are truly teachers singing, harmonizing for all of humanity. The balance of the divine feminine with the divine masculine mm -hmm. so that there can be true unity and progress. Beautiful. I want to talk to you about the law of one because you've said before that uh, will, people think they can use their will and will these, these desires into reality and you're saying no, will is not enough and this is something I've witnessed and watched people do um, for decades and it's one of my favorite topics because I don't think people understand in general what the actual law of attraction is. If you can talk about that for a moment. So we would respectfully like to help your listeners, your watchers understand the law of one and how it works with the highest frequency law of attraction. Okay. So the law of one is that we are all one. And when one is harmed, all are harmed. When one is helped, all are helped. Yet there was incredible love put into this foundational law of schoolroom earth. You see the one referred to when one is harmed is referring to all of divine oneness. Quantitatively, for the purpose of this discussion, most of divine oneness prefers the vibration of undiluted love, meaning there is no fear. So the majority rules. All of one cannot be harmed. So when one is harmed, you may experience it, but it is immediately lifted up even if on your earth it seems like it takes lifetimes. Because when one is helped, all are helped. The law of attraction. When you use this law, which simply means schoolroom earth works as a mirror, what is within you is always without you. Because it goes like this, as above, so below heaven on earth, as within, meaning within your humanity, so without. So if you bring in more divine oneness love because you want to help all concern, then what you can be sure is that you're working with the law of attraction at its highest vibration or frequency of love. So you can only draw to you more heaven, which means more healing, more freedom, more prosperity, more opportunity. 
This is the way that your school was designed. Now, human will, this is something that the ego gets to play with and experience on schoolroom earth. What we are talking about is the will of the ego. And we say, remember, the ego, it is illusion, but it can believe that it has the ability to run away from soul and say, I don't want to have anything to do with my divinity. I want to be a rascal. I want to go rogue. And then free will. Yes, that ego gets to experience free will and create some destruction. But we say the ego is such a small part of you. And whenever the soul chooses, it says, okay, rebel child of mine, you have done enough destruction. And it brings that ego back home. It will bring that ego back home. Because the law of one is always working. When the soul has dominion over the ego, and it can say, enough attracting what only brings you misery, Mm -hmm. let's rise up and bring in something better to experience. One thing I've noticed when it comes to bringing in those things that actually serve and feed us in our lives is when it when the desire is coming from something very real, like a desire to feel connected with others, a desire um, to feel like your work is meaningful, and to feel joy of, say, connection with others, whatever that may be, relationship. I notice that if you stay on the feeling level rather than the to-do list level, the will level, which has images and expectations associated with it, it just flows so much more smoothly. Because the feeling is the essence of what you really want. All those other pictures and everything pasted over it are surrogates for the thing we seem to really be desiring most of the time. Feeling is fueled by the feminine. Feminine is emotion. Masculine is thought. Pure feminine is pure emotion. And so when it comes from feelings of love, meaning you're happy, and human beings, you deserve to be happy, then feelings, which are mental messages, deciphering the emotion, describing the emotion, then you have that pure feminine and pure masculine. So your will is at the highest vibration. We throw in some gratitude because it truly is the best attitude. That gratitude for what makes you happy and lifts you up and feels so good and so true and so right. Then, human beings, you get to feel what we feel here in heaven. Yes, that makes so much sense. <clears throat> and I won't go into it, but I've, I've had a lot of kind of personal observation and experience with the whole notion of staying with these deep, deeper feelings 
um, of what we're there we're truly trying to feed back to ourselves rather than thoughts mental thoughts don't ever seem to get people in this to the same place that those deeper feelings of desire on the deepest levels do so I thank you for that and I want to ask you one more thing before we bring Belinda back with us and that is you say that your realm of beings and archangels and the other realms surrounding us and watching us I'm sure it's a hoot <laughs> to watch what we're up to, probably quite painful, but you say you're not worried about us. You're not worried about where we're ultimately going here. Oh, we see the progress that divine oneness is making through the human experience. So is there great confusion and incredible fear on schoolroom earth? There is, but more human beings are choosing love than ever before. And love is the greatest unifying force, and it is the greatest healing power. So if you look at what is happening on Schoolroom Earth, the subconscious of humanity has been purging for a few decades. And through that purging, there is waking up and transformation. Oh, we are delighted, Regina, because there are more healers on earth than, well, let's say, than human beings have ever admitted to being before. And so we find this incredibly mm, joyful. And so we say to you beautiful human beings, you are divine beings. And just understand every soul that has expressed itself through an ego, those souls are anchored in love. No matter how far away the ego may seem or egos may seem that they have fallen into fear, conspiracy theories, darkness, and just paranoia. All the souls that are there, they never leave the central soul, which is the central sun. Has all of those souls have great awareness as to what is happening. What we ask for you to do is hold the prayer with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you that humanity is choosing love more on the hour. Thank you. Yes, and Belinda and I were speaking privately, and we were talking about the times. We were talking about the sadness that we've seen in the United States, but though it is not exclusive to the United States, that these feelings of resentment and division and racism have come to the surface so we can see them now right in plain day for what they are. And she shared something really beautiful with me because what's happening is we are becoming more integrated across the board and others are hanging on to the old ways and not wanting to see this happen. And we were talking about the beautiful, for example, in politics and even some of the media as well, but the beautiful African-American people brought here against their will just a few hundred years ago, rising to positions of 
I don't even want to say power, of responsibility, of articulate, beautiful, well-educated humans that managed to get past this really devastatingly difficult past and are now rising to the surface and are representing us across the board throughout industry, but also in our own government, which I'm so happy to see. And Belinda said to me that she was shown at one point that when a black woman, I won't say African-American, but someone a woman who has black skin or dark skin enters our dreams, it's showing us something very specific and special now. If you could comment on that, I'd love to hear it. We taught this to Belinda many years ago now. You see, everyone in a dream is actually part of you. And when a black woman appears in a dream, she is the Divine Mother. She is the Earth Mother. So she is both Heaven's Mother and Earth's Mother coming to you in a dream to say, I am here for you. I am here for you. And so we say, embrace this powerful Mother who really, her skin, has all of the colors, all of the women of your planet, all of the people of your planet. Their skin is a reflection of different shades of Archangel Gaia's skin. If you look at her mountains, if you look at her soils, if you look at her rocks, you will see all of the shades from the palest ivory to the deepest, deepest, darkest chocolate. All shades of human skin. Your own Divine Mother, Mother Earth, these are the colors of her own skin. And she holds all of you, all of you in her heart, saying, receive from source, receive from the sun, and you will no longer need to take my oil and my gas. And you will find that as you receive, you feel better. And all of the pollution issues and global warming it all changes, and by all means, if I, the Divine Mother, Divine Feminine, appear to you in a dream, receive, beloved child, receive. Mm, I love this. I love this, and I love seeing it exemplified in our skin as human beings and where our species is going. I'm very, very happy about this. Very happy, and thank you for sharing that from um, the archangelic realm in terms of the deeper true meaning. It's absolutely beautiful. So, Belinda, if there's anything else that the, that the archangels would like to say, this would be a good time to say it. If there's anything we've left uncovered that we'd like to get through today. If not, I'm going to ask you a few personal things. All I hear, which is what I always hear, is if you have the ability to love Really celebrate that. 
Really give gratitude that you have that ability and let it grow. Foster that ability. It changes the world for all concerned. Thank you. Lots of powerful words spoken today. And you continue on because you're working with the Archangels all the time and you're working with groups of people and you have master classes. And what, what do they actually do in those classes? What do the Archangels and you do in these master classes with the people that attend? So many, many years ago, almost 30 years ago now, when I was drafted by the 12 Archangels, I had a friend who also channeled tell me, you are the healer's healer. And I didn't know what that meant. So through all these years, I've observed that the people that come to me to receive the messages from the angels and to receive insight on why they are here, they're healers, they're artists, they are spiritual illuminators. And so the angels created their graduate program, which just means advanced training. And what I love about that training is it's really about training to teach you to love those unlovable parts to go deeper within. So the inner child, the wounded child, divine child is really at the foundation of all of their training. The they go Belinda, everywhere. The little Regina. Absolutely. <laughs> that's where they that's where they go. So they yeah. they teach um, because I'm the messenger in the channel, but they teach how you let the healer in you rise up and be seen and be heard and be helpful. Right. We need all the help we can get right now. Yeah. Okay. Healers unite. <laughs> Belinda, thank you so much as always for your time. And we never know exactly what we're going to expect because <laughs> it's live. Um, and uh, each time though, I find some really beautiful new truths um, coming through you. And um, I'm sure the people watching this have already stopped it a few times to write some things down. And this whole notion that as we are able to see the ones that have what we consider the unlovable conditions and issues as that of ourselves and in ourselves. And it, it seems kind of what, 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 for me, what distilled out of it uh, in that part of the conversation was if we can go into a state where we can feel that interconnectivity between ourselves and everyone else, we're all in this. And yes. then from that place, go to the one who is damaged or hurt in some way that we're identifying. Yes. And then we can say, and because we've incarnated so many times, most people, that these we've had these experiences. Exactly. We know these damaged parts. We know the parts that have stolen from another, that have been raped or abused. It's already in us. Yes. It's part of our being, so it shouldn't be that. Yes. It's not inaccessible. Yes. To go in and, and to say to this part, I send you back to the central sun for healing now. It's, that's very beautiful and very direct. It works. And it works because you're already doing it with the intention. You're mm -hmm. all connected. Mm -hmm. So I really, I really got that one big time out of it. I love that. Mm -hmm. So, as always, wonderful to see your shiny Sherbert face <laughs> and being. <laughs> I thank you and I thank the Archangels uh, for coming. And we'll see you again before too long. Thank you. Thank you, Belinda. I love these conversations, as always. Belinda also has ongoing classes and group conversations with the angels in her master classes we just spoke about. You can find out more about these at BelindaWomack.com. Until next time, thank you for joining us here on Open Minds. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gaia's Consciousness Podcast. Learn even more at Gaia.com and watch interviews, movies, and original series, all to empower the evolution of consciousness. 
For more information, visit GaiaPodcast.com. Gaia. Watch. Belong. Transform. Transform.